and welcome to episode 285 of the Spitballing Pod. I'm Luke Byron, joined as always by Tom Kennett. Jack Harper will be joining us shortly and we have Connor Palmer joining us today too. No Alex today, uh, he was there Friday which is his excuse. If anyone did listen through to mine and Alex's uh, North London derby breakdown, I appreciate you for going through what I went through uh, for that hour. He's still not apologised to me for some of his decision making but we move on. If anyone was expecting any real Arsenal coverage today to maybe bask in uh, the sadness I've had for a couple of, well, I say a couple of weeks, about a week, it feels like a couple of weeks. We're not really going to get into that because by the time this goes out, the Newcastle game will have been played. So it could be either way, it's going to be fairly meaningless. So we're going to skip straight past that. We've got some news of the week to get into. We've got a nice little opener, which we'll do some quick fire questions with. And then we will talk about the FA Cup final and the player of the season, young player of the season and manager of the year nominees all in the space of about an hour and 20 minutes because uh, I really can't be watching that Arsenal game while doing this. It wouldn't be fair on anyone. (laughs) So, news of the week we'll kick off with and uh, we'll start as we mean to go on. Utah mum selling almost 4,000 ounces of breast milk as baby formula shortage continues. That is (laughs) remarkable. What? specifically what website is that just, <laughs> just well, asking for a friend obviously i'm wondering like if it's utah she's selling it to her siblings probably has she been like <laughs> saving them up like i know this day's going to come at some point <laughs> she's got like because a nuclear bunker just i'd like to see yeah what four thousand ounces looks i was gonna like. say though how much is <laughs> ounces i don't know i don't know how much four thousand could be one of those where you know like you say like uh i don't know like a currency that's worth nothing you'd be like oh we'll have yen. a million of those yeah. but <laughs> her breast milk is yen <laughs> I was gonna, I was gonna use that reference. And people who weren't clever would go around trying to catch people out with the what weighs more, a ton of bricks or a ton of feathers, just to give themselves a feeling of intelligence for five minutes. Um, yeah, smugness. They'd ask you if you dropped your gay card two minutes later. <laughs> ask you to capture the time. <laughs> Did you watch your gay lord say no last night? <laughs> Fired Arby's manager admits to urinating at least twice in the milkshake mix, police say. Like, if you've been caught, why would you say you've done it multiple times? Surely get <laughs> That's someone saying, like, you know, I saw you more than once. That was the only two times. Like on those uh, nonce catches where they're like, we've got you on 17 decoys. Like, that was the only 17 I was speaking to. <laughs> I promise you that was the only 17 I was speaking to. That's not the defence you think it is, boss. <laughs> It made me think of uh, the peep show moment where Mark gets caught pissing into the uh, Mexican food. He's like, am I sacked? I bet I'm sacked. (laughs) And this guy went straight to the police, so Mark got off uh, more lightly than he did. Um, Or the scene in Harold and Kumar where he says, "Don't, don't try the mayonnaise. I know someone who is adamant they won't order mayo from a restaurant because they heard of that once. And I was like, that seems just so outlandish for the rest of, for the rest of your life. Well, yeah, I still get Burger King. And I said on here before that there was a kid I went to school with. wasn't really mates with, so it was weird that he was telling me. And he came in the supermarket I used to work in and said he saw me in Burger King. And I said, I only ordered a drink. And he went, yeah, I wouldn't even trust that, mate. Don't order anything from there. Still not going to keep me away from an XL bacon double cheese. Well, I, I don't know. Your, some of your recent comments about about fast food, Luke. I just the Bacon King. 
TK was with me when I had the bacon king, and I did say this might be too much bacon. How can there even be such thing as too much bacon? I just don't know. I had a fish finger wrap for uh, my tea, and I did put some bacon in there as well. So nice little. Uh, what? That's an odd that combo. That is a very bizarre combo. Well, I saw it on a YouTube video before, and do you ever watch just scrolling through like TikTok or something, and you see a recipe, and you're like, oh, now I'm going to have to have that. Person when it comes to Instagram <laughs> adverts and stuff like that, it's a joke. <laughs> well, I watch them, and it's like if you just go out to your griddle top that you've got in the garden, and I mean, I don't even have a barbecue, but I still watch the videos. You put your onions on this side. Yeah, if I had all the equipment, I'd be very, very good at it. I saw a guy yesterday and he was like, if you just take this pot of bacon grease, I was like, I've never in my life thought that I need like bacon grease in the fridge. But now that I've heard that, <laughs> it'd, it'd be silly not to. It seems like you want to just cook everything in that. Just store it next to the breast milk. Yeah. Um, <laughs> I don't drink hot drinks. For those that do, how soon after not having normal milk in your tea would you then turn to you know there is some breast milk in the fridge if, if i'm not for it but if you want to have it if you don't want to have your coffee black or whatever well, I, can't, I can't say i remember the taste so i'm sure it's good in this situation you have to like know that's what's going in there oh okay i mean cereal probably a, a more comparable because with hot drinks you can just use a splash <laughs> and coffee's quite a strong taste but if you're talking a bowl of lucky charms then... yeah if, if the breast milk is overpowering the coffee then that's some potent shit because yeah. you know what's ridiculous here and I'm going to speak for everyone you judge it differently depending on the person you knew it came from oh absolutely, <laughs> absolutely. If, it was, if it was coming from objectively someone you would not find attractive compared to someone you objectively would find attractive you're looking at that differently I mean, you, you know, it, it, I wouldn't touch Susan Boyles with a bath bowl, but I... Margot I'd, Robbie. Probably, it's probably, it's probably more like powdered in, in that case, to be fair. I mean, some of the ways that celebrities have made money previously, like, this may not be far away. It's, uh, it's, it's bizarre, but there are enough weird old blokes who will buy it. Well, yeah, if you go into, like, the fridge at Tesco and you've got your standard Tesco milk and then you've got, like, Kate Beckinsale next to it. You know, well, I know. Yeah, I know it's when I'm milking. <laughs> and to be fair, that sounds weird, but when you break down that one's a cow, it shouldn't be that weird. Yeah. <laughs> I'd have a spring in my stack, I'll tell you, honestly. That would, that would change your day, I think. I feel like we've just opened the world up there. I mean, we spoke about... <laughs> like the horse lasagna last week and this is like the next step up from that so <laughs> next week we're going to be good i mean margot robbie if you had to eat someone <laughs> <laughs> her thighs maybe uh oh she's selling feces is she? okay interesting interesting just just right, that i, I think that's where it stops i think that's where the line the line ends yeah, so that has great. cut out a lot of content for next week ck but glad we got there <laughs> Uh, Boris Johnson says cheese and coffee can distract when working from home. That man is easily distracted. (laughs) (laughs) I tweeted this earlier and I don't even get to work from home anymore. But all of the people that I see most objecting to working from home are the people that don't ever get to work from home. Like why are TV presenters kicking off (laughs) about how awful it is that people work from home? (laughs) That clown, Richard Madeley, I'm 
find fascinating that he's ever grown to be some kind of popular TV personality. It's just a real-life Alan Partridge, isn't he? But mm. Alan Partridge was more charming, although maybe if he was real, we wouldn't find him that well, Yeah, that's kind of the point, isn't it, with Partridge? Is at least you know he isn't real. So, like, him on TV, I don't know why he was ever the voice of anything. Like, I'm seeing people on Twitter kick off, like, Richard Madeley's fuming about me working from home. Why do you care what this bloke thinks? Yeah, yeah, <laughs> remarkable. Um, Madonna says, a lot of thought went into fully nude NFTs of her giving birth to centipedes. Jesus Christ. That's a lot to take in. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> that is a headline, isn't it? Yeah. It's almost like she's tried to sell it. <laughs> I feel like Ian Wright. Yeah. Funny enough, actually, if you say Madonna and uh, yeah. Jack just appears, it's just one of those things. Yeah, she's trying to sell us that. Oh, a lot of thought's gone into this. I'd prefer it if no thought had gone into it. <laughs> if I had to assume someone that did the podcast had NFTs, I would assume it was Jack. <laughs> and good news Jack the Vatican is opening an NFT museum in the metaverse Jesus wept honestly so hate it I mean I was I, I think I the reason that. I get so frustrated about it is because my fragile little mind can't grasp why they're worth money yeah, yeah. yeah. Like, I, I, I mean when explained them then I just I just can't take it in <laughs> <laughs> the NFT, when NFTs got big they were like put them on Twitter, and um, someone would take screenshots and say, "Well, now I've got it." And people would genuinely get annoyed at that, as if they didn't foresee that happening. I saw um, someone at that bloke who's famous for being on Logan Paul's podcast and going through Lana Rhodes, which, to be fair, is not the yeah, worst thing to be famous for. <laughs> uh, I saw him being added, saying, "How do you feel about this one that he'd bought for like seven hundred k?" And he was like, "Well, I like the artwork, so that's why I bought it. It wasn't to do with the money." <laughs> You must really love that yes. cartoon monkey. It's just <laughs> all big freaks. muddy laundering front. Isn't it? It's just like normal art. It's not really yeah. worth anything. It's cleaning I, money. Cleaning I wasn't dirty too Russian money. I wasn't too <laughs> upset seeing that the cryptocurrency uh, bros having a meltdown last week. Yeah. But I'm sure there's a lot of good people who were swindled in that, so I won't take too much joy from it. Um <laughs> Calling a man bold counts as sexual harassment, a UK judge ruled. <laughs> I did see that. Um, I, I would be there many a time in our group chat, and just for comments to Pep alone. <laughs> I just didn't get the sexual connotation. I don't understand. I've only seen the headline. <laughs> Where's the. It's not the same call it as harassment. some builder. <laughs> we, we were out on a night out not too long ago, and um, one of my mates saw this lad that we went to school with that we hadn't seen in years and the first thing he said is come up to one of my mates and go well about time you got yourself off to turkey wasn't it and it was just <laughs> honestly one of those moments we just said like, what <laughs> <laughs> before the pennies was dropped and it's like oh right <laughs> hello start walking past uh, like hair salons and there's like six women and they're going oi oi boldy walk <laughs> <laughs> uh, more than just a piece of meat <laughs> Two sisters accidentally swap grooms after power failure during quadruple wedding in Indian village. Blimey. I don't know who's doing this, Russellin, but I do know it wasn't there before Jack joined. It's probably the <laughs> microphone into position where it doesn't cut out every third word that I say this time. You're all right. You should have got that headset. Got you uh, like a help desk employee. Uh <laughs> Brazilian footballer dropped from first team, ultimately fired from League 
Who just farted down the mic? Someone just farted. <laughs> <laughs> Don't put the mic between your legs, Jack. <laughs> I'll go again. I mean, in line with the headline, Brazilian footballer dropped from first team, ultimately fired from League One club for repeatedly farting in dressing room. <laughs> I did see that because he, he had to come out. He came back to Twitter, didn't he? To try. Oh, to I haven't seen this. Rumors. If he tweeted in response to it, that's unbelievable. Yeah, yeah. He's had to come out and try to <laughs> deny the rumors. Well, I saw like the headline, and it said like the president of the club had been waiting for a reason to get rid of him, and he just heard him like fart after a game. And God, <laughs> my time. <laughs> apparently, he was laughing through the captain. Captain was doing a team talk halfway through a game or something. They were like three 0 down, and he started laughing at him. <laughs> That's what they do to Kane in the England camps. Connor Cody, just letting him rip. <laughs> All right, finally, Johns Hopkins students create edible burrito tape as part of design competition. Well, That's what, one for the I, Dragons, I, I think. To like keep it, keep it all together? Yeah. I would fully get behind that. Yeah, that seems like, I can't believe that hasn't happened previously. Genius. There we go. Moving swiftly on. Ten years on from the Aguero moment... Manchester City's Manchester City's first Premier League title win, they have unveiled a statue of their former striker at the Etihad Stadium. Quick fire here. We'll go through a number of teams in the league and you tell me who you think should get a trophy outside of their ground. Uh, not true, a statue outside of their ground that doesn't already have one. If we start with Aston Villa, TK, who's the first person that comes to your head? John McGinn. Blimey. I thought Olaf Melberg won the poll for this. <laughs> Yeah, all right. The rise of the I'm on board with Melberg just because I want to see a, a, a beard statue. His beard <laughs> would look great in like bronze. Um, uh, for Arsenal now, Arsene Wenger does already have one in the works. We're led to believe, but I wouldn't be against Abu Dhabi booting John Terry in the head in the 2007 <laughs> League Cup final. <laughs> I too would love to have that in there because it just immortalised the moment we still won that match well I mean you need all the finals you can get lately so I won't hold it against you yeah, as long as they're going to pick didn't go to pick yeah. that was the one where weirdly like Adebayor got sent off and just would not leave the pitch <laughs> Burnley anyone outside of Sean Dyche which to be fair if they stay up maybe that does go against his claims well, they didn't even give him a send-off, so I thought he was getting a statue. <laughs> <laughs> my age, my uh, working uh, work time. I, I hesitate to ask you here, Jack. Who do you think at Chelsea deserves a statue the most? Um, you probably have to say the toss-up between Lamps and Terry. Just because of I top, knew you were going to say Terry. Top goal scorer and most successful captain. Well, yeah, I mean, Terry probably does have a few things. If we're chucking statues in rivers, Terry probably has a fair few reasons. <laughs> we have a debate. Should the John Terry statue be taken down or not? Is, is it right? That's a statue we got put on <laughs> We got eggs within two hours. <laughs> that clip of the guy approaching it, I wish we could have seen it from the front because he looked on a mission and you could only see the back of his head. <laughs> I bet he had the meanest... You know that... Uh, old viral clip of the guy walking into the room and he just he was just uh, kind of eyeballing I think he was an Asian bloke but I can't really think oh, of any other terrorist. way to describe him <laughs> the, was he actually a terrorist? terrorist going on trial. Yeah. yeah, and he's wearing some like 
designer tracksuit. Yeah, well, him. <laughs> I bet he was approaching yeah. the statue like that. <laughs> that. I remember the revelation when everyone was using that as just a widespread meme, and it turned out constantly. he's actually a terrorist. Well, going to a press conference. Old nonce is going to court and house saying, you can't call me bold anymore. He's called me nonce. <laughs> What you've got to understand is I'm actually the victim in all this. <laughs> <laughs> At Everton, I think whoever scores the last goal, if they stay up, they have to get cast in bronze. I want an Iwobi statue outside the ground. Oh, God. <laughs> or a yeah. Tim Kale diving header to be, would be quite cool, to be fair. I asked the Everton fan at my work, and he said Neville Southall, which was not the answer I was expecting. I don't think they got enough materials for one of the big names. <laughs> uh, Jamie Vardy for Leicester. Vardy or Morgan. Uh, Mares probably uh, screwed himself. Well, not screwed Ca- himself, really. <laughs> Casper Michael desperately appealing for an offside, maybe. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Who would it be for Liverpool, TK? Robbie Fowler snorting the line. <laughs> and does Gerard? earn one quicker if they do beat Man City this week? I think he goes up immediately if that <laughs> happens. But it has to be him as a manager, though. It's not even him as a player in manager gear. Do we think KDB is going to get one before Yaya at City? Definitely. They need to Definitely. Curse any way they possibly can. They need to erect a Yaya statue and do some sort of voodoo dance around it to expel... Do it this week. <laughs> or just like- yeah, just lay like birthday cakes in a massive circle around the statue. Jack, I don't know what the hell you're doing with your mic, but it sounds <laughs> horrendous every time you move. It's like you're punching the mic. The you might, have to, you might just... have to mute and unmute when you're going to talk. Yeah, I'll show my brain. Um, Man United, just a giant monument with every player's reaction as the Aguero goal goes in, just like the Great Wall of China, just the whole squad, just over and over and over again. A topless Phil Jones. Or just, yeah, any, <laughs> any of Phil Jones's face. <laughs> but great. you're not allowed to mock him anymore. Apparently that's off the menu. That's not allowed. Well, look, he was upset he wasn't going to get a testimonial, that no one would turn up. He was self-aware. Given Some that. of the soccer aid lineups people turn up for at that ground, I think he'd be all right. <laughs> You've just got to pack it out. Seedorf will still turn up just to take the piss. <laughs> I think that's uh, the next career path for Ben Foster because if anyone picks him up again, the bloke is awful. YouTube's <laughs> after losses. I don't understand what you're what you're getting by picking him up. Yeah, he's he a nice bloke, but like people stopped employing Peter Crouch, so it does run out at some at some stage. The thing is, like- I listened to his podcast and. There's only so much I can hear. Is like, oh yeah, he's a fucking legend. He's a frigging legend. <laughs> yeah. There's only so many times I can hear him. It's like toxic positivity. Oh, he's got so much joy. <laughs> oh yeah, I just can't Too take happy. it. Oh, what a man, by the way. What a legend. What a freaking legend. Like, just shut up. You had me convinced that Danny Rose was a good player to have around the squad. <laughs> Bloody hell. He was saying about him at Spurs. He was like, I just can't believe they've done that. Like, you're you're brilliant here. You want to get your granddaughter youngsters. I bet that was great for them. And Rose, like, wow. Probably was all right for them. It wasn't great for me for the last year. Those two probably are good for balancing each other out. Yeah. <laughs> one can pick you up, one can bring you back down. No, because Foster would probably try and be nice. I've booked us a little trip to Milan, mate. <laughs> clear your head a bit. <laughs> Let's stop thinking about football because God knows they're not going to be talking to you about football. 
Southampton, if they get a Letizia one up, it's just going to become a shrine for just all of the lunatics in the world oh, to just meet outside. I yeah. thought about this with a Roman one for Chelsea, to be fair. I could see them doing a, like a meet You know, when they're like, if they come for the War Memorial, we riot. <laughs> if they come I, for the Roman statue, we riot. I thought Jack uh, was maybe going to go there. That's why I was quite worried. Instead, he just <laughs> went for the uh, racist wife snatcher. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you got standards. Was John Terry more of a war criminal? <laughs> Spurs, um, Paul Tierney, I assume, would be a good one for them to get up. <laughs> If not, Tim Sherwood, maybe. Or just a big VAR booth. We've not heard about his win-loss ratio. Exactly. Tim Sherwood saluting. <laughs> that would be great. With a gilet on. Like an M gilet. I do think Watford could genuinely do one of the Dini moment, and that would be quite cool. Mm. And are we assuming Mark Noble's going to get one outside uh, the Olympic Stadium? Absolute servant. Yeah. And after seeing him yesterday, uh, I think Wigan should just get one of that kid saying, up the ticks, come on. A <laughs> <laughs> statue version of him, just a little one. I love it. I love it. I'd forgotten about it till it got posted in one of our group chats. So I'd watched it on repeat about 10 times. And I've just had it in my head since. Anyway, Jack, from... Uh, uh, the thing is, I don't think any of these suggestions would be worse than the Aguero statue they've produced. <laughs> what a horrendous bit of work. Even it when Tony Cruz exactly like quote tweeted it. Yeah. <laughs> he quote tweeted it saying, you sure? <laughs> At least Ronaldo, Ronaldo ignored his one. Remember, that bronze Ronaldo one that just yeah. looked horrific. The Michael Jackson one, that's why the full <laughs> was better. I mean, it was pretty vivid. It was a bit random, but it looked the part. I wish Fulham, Fulham should just get every like pop icon just outside their stadium. That could be their new thing. <laughs> It was a really the Nelly Furtado statue. Well, now obviously that Mike Jackson's filling in at Burnley, isn't it? <laughs> yeah. And I saw, I immediately thought Mike Jackson's statue, and then straight away on Twitter, everyone's obviously all over it. Damn shame. Um. So, if we go to Saturday, Jack Mason Mount reiterated in the build-up to this game that he keeps all of his losers' medals to use as fuel to motivate him moving forward. Unfortunately for him, even the five that he does have already weren't enough to get Chelsea over the line uh, in Saturday's penalty shootout. As Filiqueta missed, Mount saw his spot kick saved and Costas Simicas woke up from a long nap to score the most decisive of penalties. How did we get to that point? Let's go back to the start. Liverpool on top early, Luis Diaz as a particular threat and after that through ball from Trent early on, it did seem like a case of when, not if, Liverpool were going to break through. Yeah, I mean, <clears throat> you kind of put it pretty well, to be fair. They had all the ball. Thank you. <clears throat> Excuse me. Um, You're getting good at this. <clears throat> yeah, they had all the ball. It seemed in the stands as if we had all the chances. or the, the majority of line share of the decent ones. I, mean, I don't know how much... Patience I had left in Pulisic, if I'm being pretty yeah, honest. Yeah, I can't believe he got that much time. Because, honestly, some of the chances should have been buried. And I think, as the game grew on, it was one of those where I stopped paying attention to the game and just got sucked in and said, please, just, please just score. And I stopped paying attention <laughs> to all of the main moments. I know that Liverpool hit the post twice. I know that we hit the bar. Yeah. And apart from that, I can't really remember a lot from the game of just just sheer nerves 
Um, it's it's a far cry from the FA Cup final you had against us, if you can take your mind back there, because you have now lost the last three. Um, yeah. But Pulisic was the most dangerous player for Chelsea, scored early, and as I said, I celebrated him going off like a goal. Um, and so fast forward to this one, and it feels like if his name was William, there would be far less patience with him, who is a free I mean, agent this summer, by the way. The, the patience is pretty much worn thin already. With Captain him. America, the LeBron James of soccer. No, I mean, <laughs> fans' opinions on him. He gets himself into okay positions, but his, his end product is just so poor. And then when he's not getting himself into those positions, he's almost useless because he can't beat a man. It's just... He's he's a tricky player to like. I want to like him, but <laughs> he is a tricky player to like. Even and, when he does the gritty after scoring. The, the annoying <laughs> thing is, is he showed us for about four games about three years ago. Yeah, TK got, mentioned this on Saturday. Yeah, he's got something there. But then, since then, we haven't seen it. I know he's had some injuries, but it's just... Oh, it's just bread and butter chances, most of the ones he missed. He missed one against Leeds. It's like three yards out. He looks like he's got no burst about him. Like I don't. Look, he doesn't look like he's skipping past players. Like it's very much he needs no. the ball in behind, or he's going to be laying it off to someone. Which is weird, considering what he was at one point. If you look at that previous final, just going at people. Yeah, I mean, you think the injuries have just taken that kind of zip away, which isn't good when you're like 24. Mm. It's, it's not even the zip, I don't think, though. Like He just doesn't have the presence of mind. It's almost like he reminds me of a child when he plays football where he just puts <laughs> his head down, runs, and doesn't pay attention to anything that's around him. Just like, well, I want to beat this man. He can't beat him. His head's just always down. He's gone, well, it worked for Santiago Munoz. Why is it not working for me? <laughs> yeah. Glenn Foy said that it was fine. The, uh, the chance that Diaz misses with the Trent pass... Trent's got all about a word after the final whistle's gone. And when he's seen that pass back, and God, you've let me down big time there. <laughs> yeah. Massively. That is his moment, and he's ruined it. I'm surprised Diaz got mad of the match because I know it's hard in a nil nil, but usually that goes to a defender in that case rather than an attacker that's missed several chances and not scored. He does get a lot of credit for being a threat rather than necessarily converting all of them. at this stage I'm being very critical there yeah, yeah. I mean you, you go down that that line though and six months later and you're on Pulisic shoes no I'm yeah, not it, sure it, I'm it, not it, sure it, we're there <laughs> I it, said it, on it, Saturday I said he's got a, a grace period at the minute but if he starts next season where it's he's playing really well but not converting the chances he'll start getting a well he's doing everything but he can't score so yeah, that level of energy though all you need is someone that does just draw some attention away from Salah and it's why when you look at uh, one of the things of Martinelli when he broke through was that seemingly every time he touched the ball, it was going into the net. I think it was like four in his first like 20 minutes of senior football. Um, but when that dries up, you, as long as you have that level of energy about you and you are occupying defenders, you're going to get less of a rough ride than you are with a Pulisic, where if you have less of the ball and you're doing less with it, then the chances you do miss are highlighted more. Whereas if you're at least offering something... Yeah, yeah, even absolutely. defensively, you're going to get far more credit from fans. Like I, I, Saturday I haven't seen one person criticise. Finishes, yeah, but they get enough chances and they put themselves in there enough that eventually you'll you'll start getting goals. So. And on the counter side, you do say a lot of other players aren't getting those chances that Diaz gets in there purely yeah, because yeah, of his tenacity. Exactly. So it's exactly. hard to kind of hold it against him. 
yeah, it wasn't it wasn't meant to be a, a criticism. No, um, because I'm just preempting what people will probably yeah, say yeah. about him. I can see K- it going that way. Cater puts the rebound wide from there. I think it's don't. within it's a minute. Don't. Then Pulisic uh, puts one wide, I believe. Um, I forgot how good his chances were. So we yeah after Mount and Reece James lifts up. Marcus Alonso set him up once as well, but Allison came out pretty swiftly. Thirty-three minutes in, Salah goes off, and Jack, if you criticise me for celebrating Pulisic going off, I dread to think what you were doing when Salah was subbed. Yeah, I mean, it was more of a relief, just like, right, okay, but then they bring Jota on, you think, well, he's actually in better goal scoring form than Salah is at the moment. So it was, it was one of those where, I just, again, I was walked into the game where I just didn't really pay much attention to right, just please just score. It was, it was such a a weird, tense affair, having watched the Carabao final earlier in the year go pretty much along the same way, just with less chances for us, I suppose and more gilded chances for Liverpool. But, I mean, yeah, I was happy if you, that you went off, but then you've got to ground yourself, haven't you, and realise that Jot is just... Like, goal-scoring form at the moment is probably just as much of a threat. Gabriel and Ben White start for Arsenal. There we go. Um, Cal's mind games. To be fair, I think it could be one of them where in about 20 minutes in, he goes off and then Cedric's coming on. Cedric picked over Tavares after that horror show at the Spurs Stadium. <laughs> um, after half time, you were kind of thinking Liverpool may have got a bit of a rollicking from Klopp as we've seen previously, like in the Villarreal game, and then they come out and start doing the business. But Chelsea probably had the better of the second half, although the biggest chance is the one that Andy Robertson misses at the back post, which when you see it in slow motion looks far worse, even if when you see it in full speed, it is is coming at him very quickly. You certainly remember it if you end up losing that game, don't you? Yeah, I'm sure. I'm sure he does as well. If we just skip to the penalties, because it was a game where I wish not we a lot happened, to be honest. Um, I saw a lot of Chelsea accounts pointing out that Chelsea had played 61 games this season without pointing out that Liverpool had played 60. <laughs> um, at a higher level, I might add as well, with a smaller squad. Mendy, Jack, was there any part of you that thought Kepa might be coming on again? No, I don't. I think, <laughs> I think back in the Carabao, Kepa had a run for about... I think he'd had a run during the AFCON when Mendy was away. So he was actually like pretty ready to come on I would say whereas he literally hasn't played since so yeah well I wasn't expecting him to come on at all what a twist if Klopp had brought on Kelleher <laughs> <laughs> yeah I did see that in Klopp's time in charge he's now won three cup finals against Chelsea one with Allison in goal one with Kelleher in goal and one with Adrian in goal super Adrian I think the Adrian one's got to be worth two isn't it <laughs> pretty sure that, that feels like fair Liverpool fans, the speed at which they turn from this guy isn't too bad for a backup keeper to please, I'd never want to see this guy between the six ever again. <laughs> the ultimate case of, as long as this guy isn't playing, I think he's okay. I think I remember the nail in his coffin was actually in the FA Cup against Chelsea at Stamford Bridge where William boots the ball at him and it just goes in the net for some reason. <laughs> I think letting seven in against Villa probably didn't help his cause. <laughs> oh yeah. <laughs> So, in my head, I've attributed that to Allison, so I've probably done him quite dirty there. Mm. Van Dyke was playing, which is one that 
does get uh, and let pass it, through. And a fair few of the goals weren't uh, Adrian's fault. I am sticking out. It was Deflection no, City. <laughs> the, the, fir- the first one was on him, and then after that, you had like four defective goals. He thought, this is bad luck if one of these goes in. But by that point, you're getting dicks. So. Um, just the penalties then, Jack. So, as Piliqueta stepping up second, what the hell has happened there? Um, I mean, I think that's the first time he's missed in a shootout for us, and he's taken quite a few. So, hey, it's one of those like penalties. A penalties at the end of the day. I just yeah, may- maybe if he could have <laughs> held the ball for twenty minutes to do some mind games and put someone <laughs> off, tucked his shirt in a bit more, lifted up his shorts. <laughs> <laughs> Get confused for Scott Parker then. <laughs> Where's his statue, Connie? You didn't mention him. Blimey, yeah, that's well, a football writer's certain, player of the year. When you do certain things, you you don't deserve a statue at West Ham. I play for Spurs. Much I love his time there. Just leave us for Spurs. It's just heartbreaking. It's the only time I'll ever agree with James Gordon. <laughs> <laughs> the penalty. So Mendy, at the time when Mane has the chance to win it. Mendy keeps you alive and then money mace. Money, money, money. <laughs> like, where, he, where was the money? He's got a hex. He is a great player, but he's a shit penalty taker. And that is, he's mi- I think he's missed in three shootouts for us now. He just needs to stop. Bloody he missed. Hell. Didn't realize yeah, that. Yeah, he missed against Southampton. He missed against Norwich earlier this season. And he's missed in that one. Let so, the club down. Hey, like I said, it's a lottery, isn't it? Mane messed and he's bagged a few important goals. His one was horrible. Yeah, and it was at our end as well. I was right behind the goal and I just knew as soon as I saw him step up, I was like, I just, it's just not our day. I just knew it. I was ne- You know when sometimes you feel that you know, you've got a fighting chance in this? I never felt that at all throughout the whole day. <laughs> the Carabao, I felt it. This one, I just felt awful from the start of the day to the finish of the day there was a thing before the game where i thought do i want chelsea to win this just to eliminate any chance of liverpool winning the quadruple and then i saw as pilaquetta's face and it was no uh, how did you even think how did you even think of that as a possibility of course you don't want this lot to win yeah there we go uh, well i think two calls final record again down to 50 percent now isn't it is it fifty percent? It's got to be less than that, surely. He's won. Well, not counting the club world championship, Jack. Why not? <laughs> the Why not? The Carabao means more than that. Yeah, I mean, to be fair, two of those losses were penalties to Liverpool. I mean, well, yeah, I'll read you two calls quote. Like in the last final, the League Cup, no regrets. I told the team I was proud. We played 240 minutes in two finals against maybe the most dangerous attacking team in the world, and it's nil-nil. That's the real quiz. <laughs> That's the real quiz. <laughs> That's a shameful quote. Fair play, nil-nil. You've got no medals for it. No, no I mean, he's right. We, we you got Mason Mount more motivation. Yeah, we, we've lost. That That is 100% factual. I mean... I wish it wasn't against Liverpool and I wish it wasn't on penalties, but it was. But, I mean, to go, like he said, that if we played them four times a season, lost none, and they've been pretty entertaining games apart from maybe half of uh, the final on Saturday. It's just, it's one of those where I feel like we match up well against Liverpool, but then they also match up well against us. It's just such a weird stalemate. 
Um, yeah, I mean, what can I say? I mean, I'll, if all stalemates ended with two trophies, I'd take a stalemate against Chelsea any day of the week. Yeah, I mean, Actually, I would we, too. We beat Chelsea, so <laughs> built different. Heart, heart, heartbreak <laughs> on heartbreak with Eurovision as well. So it's just a bad day. In the <laughs> oh, can we not even go there? That. Oh. <laughs> Yeah, the last thing I want to mention on this, I saw of all people, um, Jose Enrique, former Newcastle and Liverpool defender, calling him out it. for this. Andreas Christensen seemingly refused to play in the final and withdrew himself from the squad, which is why Chalabar was starting. Yeah, there's um, an image going around on um, Twitter of the football manager like injury thing where it says injured pussy because <laughs> like, it's genuinely... Honestly, he's the wettest player I've ever come across. I've, I've still hold every that. trait you don't want in a centre back. Just that Aubameyang um, goal in the final a couple of years ago. That is the one that sticks in my mind. Where yeah, Bellerin put him on the weights. Where he, someone slides into him. Bellerin. Yeah, and I genuinely, if like if any of us were playing for our team, if you had a broken leg, you'd be crawling back to try and do something. Just sits there and cries on the pitch. I just lost it from there on out. I mean, a, you boys, you boys, one off. I've been driving the Christensen haters bandwagon for a while. There's still room. Get back on. It's absolutely fine. He's gone up in my estimations. <laughs> yeah, I love him. I hope he stays. That cup final <laughs> goal, by the way. Let's not overlook that uh, Aubameyang did flip flap on Zuma. The the miss challenge by Christensen wasn't the ultimate. Uh, no, it was because in the Zuma was there. in the wrong position because there was supposed to be. He sent him for a hot dog. There's a it's clip of Vasco going, ah, oh, Zoo. Yeah, but Zuma's got bad knees, so you can't, you can't overlook that. I kicked too many cats, clearly. Yeah. <laughs> All right, let's. TK, anything else to add on that? I know winning trophies are pretty much a formality for you these days. Wow, it's boring, isn't it? Just boring. I think you twisted the knife in enough on Jack, frankly, just bringing up that finals record. Yeah. I mean, it's, it's, it does make it a bit better that he was there as well. <laughs> just getting this smugness out of the way before the next 90 minutes uh, caused yeah, me I'd, all I'd kinds like of pain. Uh, yeah, I mean, Jack. you better hope you win tonight, Byron. I've I'm already saying. told you we're not going to win tonight. I've got it on mute and Gary Neville's already winding me up. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I've just like shown the replays of all the goals. To Jack. Uh, as soon as Mace took that penalty, as soon as it, it did not go in, I instantly sent him a little money emoji. I just had to. <laughs> and I, I, I'd muted all of my WhatsApps so I knew the barrage that was incoming. And, um, <laughs> I think he replied to my Instagram or something, and we were chatting on there, and he's like, by the way, don't look at WhatsApp. <laughs> <laughs> you were being nice to me on Instagram, and I thought, just don't look, Jack. I'm sorry. I'd call you a coward, Jack, but I told Alex to go fuck himself. I then blocked him on uh, Thursday night. So, uh, <laughs> you didn't uh, take it personally. Uh, um, oh, there we go. Let's move on. So the player of the season nominees, the young player of the season nominees, and the manager of the year nominees came out at the weekend. What do you want to start with, player of the season or manager of the year? Manager of the season. Go with manager. All right. So the, the nominees, Thomas Frank, Pep Guardiola, Eddie Howe, Jurgen Klopp, Patrick Vieira. David Moyes should be on there. Right? Exactly yeah, why I wanted to Mad. start with this. Fuck I me. Know, I know I can be a bit one-eyed, but how on earth is he not? David him? Moyes. I thought he. I thought he was as well. I thought he should have been. Tom Thomas Frank and Patrick Vieira. Arteta should be on there ahead of Moyes. My word. <laughs> what do you he, mean? What? 
guided to a, a European semi. But it doesn't count anything else. It doesn't count anything outside of the league. Yeah, what, yeah, where are they at the minute though? Seventh? This team's pony. They got yeah, Antonio you know, up got front. They can get to fifth whilst playing a right back at striker, a right back that can't actually play football at striker. <laughs> I finally oh. had a Liverpool fan because obviously Liverpool fans hell bent on us trying to take three points off City. The Liverpool fans who have been backing Antonio say, no, he's actually quite a handful. He's only a handful because he doesn't know what he's doing himself. <laughs> and then to go, oh, actually, I take back every single thing I've said. He's an absolute donkey. So, And you know for a fact as well that if they hadn't gone on this European run with that small squad, they were battling for top four at one stage. Yeah. And, that and stage. That's kind of the price you pay when you go into Europe. Well, we had, out of the 10 Premier League games that we had, like the the weekend after a Europa League game, we only won three of them. Like, if, if I can tell you, games, I know, the rules not, are you have to though. pick one. What what the Premier League should do is bring in a month, like just after Christmas, where teams are allowed to buy players. <laughs> I think that's that's a great idea. <laughs> I wonder where we were going. I was about to I was about to buy it you. <laughs> Who deserves it less out of Eddie Howe and Patrick Vieira? Eddie Howe. I'm offended that Eddie Howe is in the mix, to be honest. And I've been fairly positive surrounding Newcastle. But come on. I know. It's like an experiment on what happens if you give a relegation-threatened team 100 million quid. I wonder what happens. Oh, a knowable universe. They they finish around mid-table 14th. They go into the top 10 with a win. Today? Yep. Shit, it is tight. Yeah. But no, not for me. Do they? I don't, think, I don't think it should be in there. I'm going by what a Newcastle fan said to me that isn't my brother. So when I said, you should be letting us win tonight, he said, no, I want a top 10 finish. So I mean, it will take them into 12th. But... All right, if they win two, can they get top 10? Yeah, providing the results go their way, I suppose. Go with that. Yeah, I, I don't see. I think Eddie Howe, he's done better than... Jack and TK said he would, but it's not manager of the year. I mean, he's not he's not been there for a season for a start. <laughs> That's the I think Patrick Vieira is like a really good case, to be fair, because he has done very very well to transform from how they played under Roy Hodgson to how they play now and not lose league standing. Um, well, I think everyone well, was backing them to go down this season. What if I tell you Eddie Howe's won more games than Vieira? That would that would surprise yeah, me. Yeah, He's won one more game than Vieira. It would surprise me, but it's still. Palace have drawn fifteen games. That's a lot of draws. A bit like us. Vieira's like record Arsenal. is a like played... invincible season. <laughs> <laughs> but did they lose a game? <laughs> no. uh, hey, referee screwed us out of fifty there as well, actually. Vieira played 36, won 10, drawn 15, lost 11 with a goal difference of plus four. And Eddie Howe played 25, won 11, drawn five, lost nine with a goal difference of minus nine. When you look at City's goal difference of plus 72, by the way, (laughs) joke. Look at Man United, it's only just in the positive, aren't they? Fantastic. Well, I'll ask you first, TK. Who do you think is manager of the year? And it doesn't have to be someone nominated. No, I, I did think Moyes was a fair shout because I don't think this is a great squad. I don't think they are outperforming themselves. Um, 
outside of that, maybe Thomas Franks. I think I think, I think it should be Guardiola, pretty much hands down. Yeah, I agree with you, Jack. I think that uh, Luke, sorry. Because the the thing is, previously, what, when, what is they didn't win the league. Well, I this mean, I, I is why we shouldn't have this before the season's no, over. But no, no. The argument usually when uh, a lesser manager give it to the it. guy who wins the league. That's fair. Well, not even it. that. It's it's more. So previously, when it would be, and I'm just chucking a random team out here. So say Everton manager gets it when Man United have won the league. Man United have won the league, but they've not quite done in the league what Guardiola's done in the league this year. And the same you can apply to Klopp if 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 you win the league. When you've won 28 games out of the 37 that they've played so far, that's different to almost just getting over the line and you've kind of done what you're supposed to do. I would say with City and Liverpool as well, you've done above what you're supposed to do, even with the sides that you do have. So you would need to have like a freakish achievement from a lesser manager to overtake that. And I don't think we've seen that. Even the good achievements we have, and Thomas Frank is a great one, I don't think that is more impressive still than what City or Liverpool have done. Yes, yeah, sir. Sir. And it's kind it's kind of like um with the MVP voting, isn't it? Where you kind of you're looking to give it to someone different where yeah. the obvious choice is probably Pep pretty much every year. I will say just because any Newcastle fan listening, fascinated by the idea Eddie Howe gets discounted because of money, but Pep still gets it. Like, it's a tricky balance there. But I get I know what you're saying. Well, mine isn't even that Eddie Howe gets discounted because of the money. It's like I feel like he's kind of done what you're supposed to do when you are given that. Whereas Pep, we've seen people chuck money and it's still not work. I mean, we're, we're not seeing Thomas Tuchel nom- nominated on this list. <laughs> and I'd say that if Jack didn't support Chelsea either, it's not quite as simple as just having the money. We, if, with no, the money we, they we have, said before, they Man United could have it for that. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. No, he's never going to be the wrong choice, is he, Pat? No. Jack, who do you think he should go to? I think David Moyes is probably the shout because oh. before this run, they were looking pretty close to top four. But that run looking, exists. They were looking good doing it. <laughs> we don't just take the run out. We don't say, like... You forget about the bad bits. <laughs> if we take out the end of the season and I say, know, well, Arsenal were looking like they should have got top four, we'll I, give it to I, Arteta. I do think that... With the squad that he's got, he's done the best job, personally. I mean, they're tough to beat, as they showed against Man City, and they can get a result. So yeah, he's got got ridiculously small like um, first-team squad to do it with, with not a lot of striking options. Like, not any get... striking options, Jack. Not any striking options. <laughs> well, yeah, that. <laughs> Graham um, Potter deserves to be on that list ahead of several. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Potter's a fair shout. I mean, I'd probably say Potter deserves it over. But it is very well. If Eddie Howe's on, I'd that say list, Potter's done a better job than Moyes has. If Eddie Howe's on that list, Conte should be on it. They've been there for the same amount of time, and Conte's probably done a better job considering where Spurs were. Let's not let's not go too far. <laughs> He's got what most would say is the best striker in the league, a top five winger in the league. He plays cheating football with five at the back. He's got VAR <laughs> on his side. <laughs> I'm not sure we're giving him this the same level of job that Eddie Howe's done. I mean, imagine the tantrums he'd have if he was in charge at Newcastle. Jesus Christ. <laughs> That's such a fit as well, isn't it? You know when they get an established squad, Conte's coming back for that, for that team. He's not. 
as soon as uh, we saw PSG the second they were linked with him, he didn't ever say, I'm not going there. He said, look, I'm flattered by the, the rumours, but it's fake news. <laughs> Act, please, get me out of here. <laughs> um, there we go. If we look at the player and young player of the year nominees, because I do think that's probably going to have more disagreement out of it. If we start with the player of the year nominees we've got trent alexander arnold jared bowen yao cancelo kevin de bruyne bukayo saka mohammed salah sun hoing min and james ward prowse well he's getting some props don't think he should win it but he's getting some props <laughs> how did his name get in there <laughs> he's got friends have you, seen, have you not seen what he can do with a free kick <laughs> oh yeah i have but it's like come on someone's his name he might be the classiest of the players in there but I'm not sure. That is literally, uh, we've probably not given this guy enough respect. Let's give him way too much respect. (laughs) Before I ask anyone to give me their pick, let's get the elephant in the room out of there. Does anyone think Ronaldo should have been on here? Because the whinging from United fans. Absolutely not. Look, when the cupboards are bare, you've got to have something to go with. They thought they were getting this one. Because if, if he should be in there, then... Kane should be in there. And if Kane should be in there, then Jota should be in there. And so it's a fairly long cycle here. Well, the Jota Jota thing, I do agree with the reaction to that. But Jota's had half a season, Kane had half a season. Mm. Just because one's been more recent, we do forget that they have essentially done the same thing. And Jota's done it in a title contender. It's also quite fun when they sort of point out that Oh well, look what Ronaldo's doing at his age or whatever. It's like, yeah, his age and his limitations are exactly what we've all been putting out, and you've been adamant that that is not the case. So, which one yeah. do you want here? Yeah, and if United were challenging for anything at all, like mathematically, what do West Ham need? One more point, and United yeah. are guaranteed behind them as well. Two. We need two more. Two more points. We just need United to lose, and we yeah, win well, essentially. What What are we giving him credit for? Because him flourishing, it means that. Almost nobody else in the team is, so I don't know what we're crediting him for here. I, I I think De Gea would deserve it ahead of Ronaldo. Yeah, it's not a bad shot. And even still, I don't think you can see that many goals and you put a keeper in the exactly. player of the year nominees like that. It's it's essentially you look at this list and it's what do you want to justify to take it away from Salah is essentially what I think yeah. the question is here. Yeah, it can't go to anyone other than Salah, can it? Really? I mean, as much as it pains me to say it, and you would like to see someone new, you know, up, up there, he's just... 22 goals, 13 assists. Just remarkable. Yeah, he's, he's suffering from the fact that that early season form hasn't carried on to the back end. But was the early season form that good that you can't overlook it, I guess, is the question. No, because for people suggesting Son, like for as great as a season he's had, like he still has less goals than Salah and he still has less assists than Salah. He so doesn't take penalties though, Luke. Has anyone, have you heard that? Yeah, I mean... He loved giving you that one. Kane was a good teammate. He'd be letting Son take them. So there's another thing you want to you want to put to the side. De Bruyne. Who deserves it more out of Yao Cancelo and Kevin De Bruyne if you're picking a City player? I think De Bruyne's the best challenge to Salah, to be honest. I think if they win the league, which you would assume they will from this point, he's been a pretty massive part of that. 19 Cancel- clean sheets and seven assists for Cancelo. Cancelo's always great, isn't he? Whenever you watch him, he doesn't really tend to have bad games. 
but this run De Bruyne's been on in the back half this year I did see the stats I should have had that to hand that would have been useful on the podcast but uh pretty he's hitting pretty unbelievable numbers in the back what? half of this year what? oh okay I can give you his numbers but not broken down Trent you've got 12 assists 17 clean sheets not bad guys Trent is one where you're never going to escape the he can't defend accusations and so there's <laughs> going to be enough of an opposition to him getting it. The best thing with Trent is he, if he does do something good defensively, they're normally go, not normally known for his defensive duties. <laughs> he's just done something good. Can you give the guy a break? Yeah, James Ward-Prowse, nine goals, five assists. Jared Bowen, 12 goals, 10 assists. Connor's been whinging about this, by the way, despite the fact he is nominated. <laughs> because he's not nominated for the FIFA team of the year that Bruno Fernandes <laughs> is in, which should probably tell you everything you need to know. In fairness, I can see why you wouldn't be happy about that. It's voted for by fans, so just blame United fans. Right, right. But then but then to see them bring out Kulovevsky, who has only been there six months, not even six months, and for him to get in there. Yeah, it's... Well, yeah, I mean, just I'd probably ignore most things FIFA do. Um, yeah, I'm sure I'd, Ben Yedder will find his way in the team of the year. <laughs> Well, Ben Rama, Ben Rama getting a brace last week and still not making it into the team of the week says it all. So. I'd, be, I'd, I'd, I'd ignore them. I'd not base things around FIFA. It'd be a dangerous way to go. Bakayo Saka. Bakayo Saka. <laughs> Eleven goals, six assists. Which isn't as many as Bowen, is it? I'm just checking. No, which ones <laughs> are in the league? Which ones played as a striker? I would say, and which one will be starting for England at the. World Cup. Well, unfortunately, the the wrong one. Someone's someone's been able to put a few goals in there as penalties as well. Not Bowen. Scored two penalties, by the way. Stepped up, but that's actually gone in his favour because Finally he stepped, stepped up. up. Couldn't score the big one though. Yeah, they look. Yeah, you look. It would have been nice if Jared Bowen could have taken one, but unfortunately, wasn't there. Henderson had been dragged off. You wouldn't put him anywhere near a penalty, as I've said before. Don't blame Bukayo Saka. Blame the other players in that team that cowered away and blame that bum manager for asking him to take one, his first professional penalty. You did say Sancho and Russia let the country down, though. They did. They got they got uh, <laughs> so they're more responsibility on their shoulders. They're, they're more senior players. <laughs> You're looking at a £70 million player there. We talk about Saka like he's like 11. <laughs> well, Rashford takes, Rashford takes penalties. Yeah, his... Sancho was just about to move for £75 million. Saka hadn't even hit 10 goals in a season before he was uh, asked to step up there. Little did we know, in fairness, we had no chance with the money-mace Wembley curse. We, we, were fight, we were fighting a losing battle. Yeah, I was looking for, when I saw the stat, which finals it was, and then saw, oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> so we're literally going to have to bring Rob Holding and bring him on to counteract... Don't base, I don't want to see curse. that man's face. <laughs> Jack, who do you think is the player of the year? It's weird because Salah looked for all intents and purposes like it was nailed on, but because he's gone on such a barren run, I guess it gets pulled into question. It shouldn't be the question because he was absolutely electric at the start of the season. Um I guess you still have to say it's Salah. I mean, for what he did at the start of the season. 
Morning. You sound like you really don't want to say that. <laughs> that was reluctant. That is, he's being yeah. forced to. Yeah. But I think like you have. To, there's no one else that stands out to me as anyone that's performed better. Maybe Conor Gallagher. That's probably about oh, it. Me. Person's expe- <laughs> expectations. Looking forward to a Gallagher, Mount you... Rice midfield. Next was time. that a serious shout? No, not really. But <laughs> <he's done that. laughs> Jesus. No, but yeah, Salah's for me. TK? Yeah, I, th- I think Salah, but I, I just seen the uh, Salah talking about it. De Bruyne's got 16 goals and 12 assists in his last 25 games. That's, that's pretty electric. So that's when it counts? Yeah, I mean, you know, three goals and one assist in his first 17 games wasn't so pretty. But Some of those different... must be in the Champions League because he's only got 15 goals this yeah. season. Yeah, yeah, that's pretty That's pretty electric for back half of the year. I mean, and on, on the same basis we just said about Pep with manager of the year, yeah, yeah. in the league and he's the most important player in it I, if they give it to him he's probably the only one I could see that I'd accept outside of Salah that I think yeah I wouldn't argue with that too much uh, Connor are you do you dare to justify Jared Bowen no no you yeah, I mean the only one that comes close to Salah as, as you've all said is De Bruyne I think you know Bowen very close third but when's Danny Dyer's <laughs> team in a week coming which which Danny Dyer the one that's given him the good form. <laughs> Could be both. You never know what goes on. In his shoes, by the way, in uh, her dad's shoes. Like, Such do, a you have, do you have any spot. other choice than just embracing that? Well, he has to, because you can't really yeah. let it put you off if it, if it's your worth team. It, let it be. He, he probably loves West Ham more than his family anyway. So, Yeah, it's if Bowen's form shits out, then he's in a real problem. He's like, oh, so, so you're going through my door and you're playing shit for my club. Thank you. But, this is the thing that could stop Liverpool taking him, is the wrath of Danny Dyer. <laughs> He'd make a film about it. <laughs> Not a good one, but... The business, too. <laughs> On a quest to kill Jurgen Klopp. <laughs> <laughs> I also agree it's Salah, by the way. Um, young player of the year. <laughs> now, to just put this one out there very quickly, if two players from Young Player of the Year are also nominated for Player of the Season, you would assume it should be between those two. Yeah, and they should but, also be not allowed to be in there. So yeah, but there it's go. probably going to be Phil Foden that gets this. I hope we're all aware. Oh, um, God. Yeah. So to be nominated for this award, you had to be 23 or younger at the start of the season. Why is it 23 years old? 23, we're talking about you as an experienced pro. Unless you're Kai Saka, then we'll still be talking about you like you're 10, apparently. He's not even 20. No, but when he does get there, we'll still be doing that, I'm sure. The thing we had this year... No, no, hang on. Oh, no, okay, yeah. Please apologise for... Apologise for... I don't like this resentment in your voice. Yeah, because you're being (laughs) a cuck to him, that's why. What's God's child? (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, no, but we had this yearly with Sterling, didn't we? I mean, he must have only just become invalid for it because we had a constant thing of how is Sterling still up for young player of the year and we've got, we've got a similar why the hell is Trent in here an it should be um, below a certain amount of appearances shouldn't yeah. it yeah yeah. Like rookie of the year I did see someone say it should be rookie of the year it's probably not not the worst show no, if we're going in with the Hall of Fame and all this business let's go let's go fully in uh, the nominees though so Trent Alexander-Arnold Phil Foden Conor Gallagher Tyrick Mitchell Mason Mount, I must be seeing things here. Blimey. Aaron Ramsdale, Declan Rice, 
Bakayo Saka. So we've all got a dog in the race here. Um, I'm telling you now, I will not be taking off these claret and blue tinted glasses <laughs> at all. In fairness, it does need to be Trent. It's just qu- quite resentful that he is nominated for it. But if the rules are the rules, yes, that's got to be how it goes. If Foden wins it, because I'd argue, I'd argue he's less deserving than at least half of the list. I yeah. think he might be the least deserving on that. Mason Mount, maybe. He's got 21 goals and assists. <laughs> there it is. I do so much. Well, let his club down, so. <laughs> that missed penalty counts. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, t- to be honest, I, I dare say Conor Gallagher probably is the least deserving on the list. Oh, wow. I, I, I think, think he he's the most valid by the start, didn't he? But. The, the criteria we're setting, he's probably got the most valid claim. If we said about under a certain number of appearances, he's probably the most valid candidate. For yeah, the issue yeah. is that yeah. well, it's, uh, Tyra Mitchell maybe maybe more. Is he all his other ones established players? Consistency and yeah. being the best player on the pitch constantly throughout the whole season, then there is only one man, isn't there? So. When you look down the list, Connor, I'm assuming you had a grin when you saw Declan Rice's name. You actually might be the most egregious name on there. Now I've looked at that again. Didn't even look further down the list. I just stopped at that point and thought, ah, in the bag. Easy. Well, I'm assuming... The most egregious. <laughs> yeah, I mean, he, he feels like he's at least older than the rest of them. Sometimes yeah. when a player's just that, that classy... Old head on your <laughs> shoulders. Brings that maturity. Raised <laughs> by Mark Noble. Uh, he took Lingard under his wing as well to be fair which people That's seem so to good. really take offence to so <laughs> 28 year old man needed someone <laughs> to look after him <laughs> Connor can you talk me through your reaction when you saw a certain Aaron Ramsdale on the list well I think I, I can't remember when it was that I messaged you it, he, he's growing on me It was. you <laughs> messaged me just before we played West Ham because I thought for sure he's going to make a mistake here because I've had to defend him. And then it turned out he actually had a really good game that day. Oh well, yeah, it shouldn't have been on the pitch the whole time, but yeah. Well, we're talking about the, the I'm talking about the game at the Emirates, but oh, okay. you I'm still confused as to you saying players should be sent off for not touching the but opponent. For throwing themselves off their feet. And yeah, if Jared Bowman was a man, he'd have taken the challenge. Has he taken him out, out of his stride? No, he jumped over him. Yeah, yeah. But okay, so do you risk a potential career-ending injury? Of That's what you have to do if you want the red card. Not at all. Dangerous play. If someone if someone's on the floor and kicks out uh, anyone, like maybe Ruben Van Nistroy, then they get a red card, don't they? Well, as everyone always makes the point I disagree with, um, keepers are overprotected, so... You disagree with. <laughs> that's, how he, that's how he gets away with it. <laughs> Only I keeper also, on the I list. Also, I also don't think he appealed for that. He's gone to his knees. He's not thrown himself on the floor. Like said, oh, no, he literally said I jumped over him. Yeah. I say it shouldn't have been a dive, but technically did dive over him. Is anyone saying Trent shouldn't have it? Jack, dare I ask you? I mean... I might abstain because there's only so much praise I can give to Liverpool players in one podcast. <laughs> well, Trent didn't take a penalty this time, to be fair. I don't care. 
<laughs> he would have I scored just, it, though. I just do not care. He, he did, didn't he? So deflated. Did he take one? I did, I'm pretty sure. Oh, he did better then. Yeah, buried it. And turned around, didn't even smile once he took it either. Very cool. Oh, there we go then. That's that's earned in my vote. Now, <laughs> <laughs> uh, Foden's the one that, that irritates me because it, it does feel like we are just picking someone because they're a football manager wonder kid. Like at some point, you can't be sub half your games in a season and then be trying to get player of the season picks. You do watch some games with do you as well, where like, the commentators are just like waxing lyrical about him. You're like, he's not really done anything here. Like, he's been okay, but they're just off. Oh, the most time. I saw, the most praise I saw for him was uh, that pass in the FA Cup against some like non-league team where he set up Grealish. And then yeah. he like shifted the ball past a player against Atletico. And I thought, oh, this is just unbelievable. Good player, obviously, but until you're playing week in, week out, Pep can tell me how important you are the whole time. Uh, Arteta said the same about Eddie and Ketia until, and we didn't see it until about three weeks ago. So you do have to play the games. Look at Eddie now. Um, uh, uh, whether I want to be looking at him probably depends on uh, <laughs> how 90 minutes <laughs> two hours go. Joe Linton pressing El Nenny is already <laughs> already making me sick. I remember when we played Liverpool um, the first time this season and uh, someone tweeted saying that Liverpool press is so suffocating I'm about to open my window. <laughs> <laughs> and I feel like that's what Joe Linton against El Nenny is going to be like this uh, this evening. Um, so yeah, Trent's my pick. If it's not Trent, then uh, you you may give me pelters here. I do think it's Saka if it's not Trent. <laughs> I don't think any of those others have had a better season than him. You know, I'm, I'm seeing deadly numbers. serious yeah, as well. Have you Mason Mount's numbers, Luke? Numerically, there's a few on there that have. You don't. You think Saka's had a better year than Declan Rice? Yeah. Oh, obscene. God. Obscene. Oh, Jesus. That is baffling. It's not baffling, isn't it? One it guy so far showed up when needed. I mean, I know we don't want to talk about games outside the Premier League, but I've seen Declan Rice ghosting too many times this year. Wow. Have you? What a yeah. claim. You can't... When's he ghosted? Um... The second leg against Frankfurt, um, which... No, I won't ask Connor about that one. Because um, <laughs> he didn't watch it. Didn't expect us to get there. <laughs> <laughs> so to be to be sat no, in no, cinema, uh, by in, the way, in all, in all notification on my watch, right? And the way it works on my watch is it, fla- it buzzes and then it will just show the badge of the team that scored. So my watch buzzes. I look at my watch and I just see a big West Ham crest and I think, yes, get in. Scroll down, red card, Aaron Cresswell. Oh, oh, God. God. I, I do think, unless you win the league or say West Ham had come in the top four, I do think it's very difficult for someone that plays in defensive midfield to ever pick up an award like this. We and There needs to be an award for like a defensive position or something like that, or you do like break it down by position. I don't think someone who, by their position, is not in a position to put up numbers is ever going to win this kind of award. It, it's the, going to be some like football writers they're thing. For, they're for, they're for goal, goal contributions, really, aren't they? Pretty much, or uh, carrying your team, which that's why Saka gets that one. As if Declan Rice hasn't carried us to 6th, to 7th. I actually think Smith Rowe deserves to be in here more than some of these people. 
I think his one would make a lot of sense. Him mm. being nominated for it would make a lot of sense. His issue is that he's been injured for a fair while, so he's been rotating games with Martinelli. But if we're going to be first, first half of the season, just do first half of the season awards, um, we'd all be a bit happier, I think. <laughs> <laughs> we could have just ended the season around Christmas time. If we did that, then Mikel Antonio's winning player of the year. Yeah, look, there was, a, there was a time when if your fantasy team didn't have both Ben Rama and Antonio in it, you were a fool. Yeah. <laughs> it just it seems uh, that, that European burnout, which, look, maybe we'll be enjoying the Europa League together next year, uh, Connor, because hopefully you're in there. United in the Conference League is just too good to not get to see. <laughs> Anyway, unless anyone has anything else to add, I will uh, wrap this up and uh, start rocking back and forth. Because <laughs> Nuno nice. Tavares is playing. Should we do the Lord's Prayer to finish this episode off? Let's have to do that. Let's charge God. Yeah, there, there is a thing with Arsenal at the moment where, um, despite it having no impact, I'm just very offended whenever I speak to anyone that doesn't tell me they're cheering for Arsenal, even over their own team. Um, so I just had to stop speaking. You don't have to tell me that. Christ. People, the people in my office that don't ever want to talk about football and they're pinning up Arsenal Tottenham scoreboards on my desk. <laughs> and then so I was point, chucking my toys out the pram when I ripped it up. That does seem like you were. At some point, you've got to turn the gun on yourself here, Luke, and go, what is the common denominator here? All these people are enjoying my misery. Arsenal have driven me to want to turn the gun on myself several times. <laughs> I said frequently I would jump out my window if I'd fit. <laughs> but we're not there yet. Uh, maybe contact me in two hours' time and well, make sure he's still there. If I had a if I if I had a shotgun, I'll maybe turn this, it on myself. This, this could be the last pod, so it's been fun. <laughs> well, it may not be the last pod. It may just be Alex's last pod because he had the nerve to te- message me earlier. I do have some family from Newcastle, by the way. <laughs> and then he said no seriously on my mum's side like, oh well fair play then alright <laughs> now you've said that <laughs> if you'd said your dad's side I'd have said fuck off but I was just your mum's side fair enough there we go thank you for listening to another edition of the Spitballer Pod we'll be back on f- Friday with another edition of Movie Madness Conair against Basic Instinct see you then goodbye